Let's talk about love. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about drugs. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about we. Let's talk about you, let's talk about me, let's talk about us, let's talk about we, let's talk about wealth, let's talk about greed, let's talk being broke, living in poverty, let's talk about black, let's talk about white, let's talk about how we still fight for our rights, let's talk government, sex, schemes, and drugs, and let's talk about God, let's talk about love, let's discuss our feelings. Hey y'all, welcome to Blessed to Be Us, I'm your cousin in Christ, Wantrell Levette, and this is Bougie Bible Studies. If you are new here, I'd like to welcome you to the number one Bible study that you will ever come across. And if you are not new here, you already know how we get down as we dive into the Bible and read a chapter a week to get the inside story of what took place back in the ancient times that makes the Bible super vital for our lives. That people preach it today. It is in many different languages. It is the most powerful book on earth that guides and direct our life as well as help us understand the relationship between us and our father our creator our lord who created all things in between us like so this is very important so i come on here and i read a chapter a week and i just try to get the inside story you know i'm trying to see what god is talking to me about and if you are here then that means you also want a relationship with god and that's what this podcast is about it's about relationship it is far from religion even though we dive into the bible but the bible speaks to many different religions it speaks to many different peoples and however the holy spirit speaks to you look that's your business okay I'm not here to judge you. That's God's job. So you can read out of any Bible you choose to read out of. I choose to read out of the NIV version. That's my business. I have a Bible here placed in front of me. It is paperback, but you can read out of your phone. You can simply follow along or you can just listen. It's it's up to you. It's your business. Today's class, we will be in 1 King chapter 18. And the title is Elijah and the Prophets of Baal. We haven't did anything on First Kings yet, so this is very new to us. Um, if you have not been rocking with us, then you got to check out the other episodes to see how this Bible study class goes down. I literally jump through the Bible and I have a guide here that guides me through the Bible. We are in the Old Testament. So the first 14 weeks was two weeks of life and teaching of Jesus Christ. The following 14 weeks after that was the life and teaching of Paul. And now we have went 14 weeks diving into the Old Testament. And we are on episode, I want to say 37, if I'm not mistaken. So we're on class 37. So we've been doing this 37 weeks. It's been going down and it's pretty exciting, especially as we get the inside story of the Bible, like not just scripture being thrown at you. Like I really dislike when people throw scripture at you because they use scripture in the wrong content and they try to speak to you through scripture when in reality you need to understand the stories behind the scriptures. That's what make it make sense to me. Now, I don't know how you get down and how your church get down, but again, this is just a Bible study class. So if you are looking for a preacher or somebody to prophesy over you, that ain't me. Okay. You got to go to church for that. That won't be here. So if you are ready, I am ready. Go ahead and grab your Bibles, grab your stuff, grab your notes, and let's go. First King chapter 18, Elijah and Obadiah. After a long time in the third year, the word of the Lord came to Elijah. 
go and present yourself to Ahab and I will send rain on the land. So Elijah went to present himself to Ahab. Now the famine was severe in Samaria and Ahab had summoned Obadiah, his palace administrator. Obadiah was a devout believer in the Lord. While Jezebel was killing off the Lord's prophets, Obadiah had taken a hundred prophets and hidden them in two caves, 50 in each, and supplied them with food and water. Ahab had said to Obadiah, go through the land to all the spring and valleys. Maybe we can find some grass to keep the horses and mules alive so we will not have to kill any of our animals. So they divided the land they were to cover, Ahab going in one direction and Obadiah in another. As Obadiah was walking along, Elijah met him. Obadiah recognized him, bowed down to the ground and said, Is it really you, my lord Elijah? Yes, he replied. Go tell your master Elijah is here. What have I done wrong, asked Obadiah, that you are handing your servant over to Ahab to put to death? As surely as the Lord your God lives, there is not a nation or kingdom where my master has not sent someone to look for you. And whenever a nation or kingdom claimed you were not there, he made them swear they could not find you. But now you tell me to go to my master and say Elijah is here? I don't know where the spirit of the Lord may carry you when I leave you. If I go and tell Ahab and he doesn't find you, he will kill me. Yet I, your servant, have worshipped the Lord since my youth. Haven't you heard, my Lord, what I did while Jezebel was killing the prophets of the Lord? I hid a hundred of the Lord's prophets in two caves, fifty in each, and supplied them with food and water. And now you tell me to go to my master and say Elijah is here? He will kill me. Elijah said, As the Lord Almighty lives, whom I serve, I will surely present myself to Ahab today. Elijah on Mount Carmel. Verse 16. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. When he saw Elijah, he said to him, Is that you, you troubler of Israel? I have not made trouble for Israel, Elijah replied, but you and your father's family have. You have abandoned the Lord's commands and have followed the Baals. Now, summon the people from all over Israel to meet me on Mount Carmel and bring the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent word throughout all Israel and assembled the prophets on Mount Carmel. Elijah went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people said nothing. Then Elijah said to them, I am the only one of the Lord's prophets left, but Baal has 450 prophets. Get two bulls for us. Let Baal's prophets choose one for themselves and let them cut it into pieces and put it on wood, but do not set fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. Then you call on the name of your God and I will call on the name of the Lord. The God who answers by fire, he is God. Then all the people said, what you say is good. Sounds like a good idea. Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose one of the bulls and prepare it first. Since there are so many of you, call on the name of your God, but do not light the fire. So they took the bull, given them and prepared it. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning to noon. Baal, answer us, they shouted, but there was no response. No one answered. And they danced around the altar they had made. At noon, Elijah began to taunt them. Shout louder, he said. Surely he is God. Perhaps he is deep in thought or busy or traveling. Maybe he is sleeping and must be awakened. 
So they shouted louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom until their blood flowed. Midday passed, and they continued their frantic prophesying until the time for the evening sacrifice. But there was no response. No one answered. No one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, Come here to me. They came to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord, which had been torn down. Elijah took twelve stones, one for each of the tribes, descended from Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Your name should be Israel. With the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. He dug a trench around it large enough to hold two sets of seeds. He arranged the wood, cut the bull into pieces, and laid it on the wood. Then he said to them, Fill four large jars with water and pour it on the offering and on the wood. Elijah rubs it in. 1833, Elijah designed the contest to expose Baal, the alleged god of father, who was often depicted carrying a thunderbolt. Elijah doused his own altar with 12 large jars of water, a precious commodity, after three years of drought before calling on God. Fire from heaven burnt up the sacrifice, the wood, the stone, the dust, and even licked up the water in the trench. Verse 34, do it again, he said, and they did it again. Do it a third time, he ordered, and they did it again, the third time. The water ran down around the altar and even filled up the trench. At the time of sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and have done all these things at your command. Answer me, Lord, answer me, so these people will know that you, Lord, are God, and that you are turning their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burnt up the sacrifice, the wood, the stone, and the soil, and also licked up the water in a trench. When all the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. Then Elijah commanded them, Seize the prophet of Baal. Don't let anyone get away. They seized them, and Elijah had them brought down to Kishon Valley and slaughtered there. And Elijah said to Ahab, Go eat and drink, for there is the sound of a heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Carmel, bent down to the ground, and put his face between his knees. Go and look toward the sea, he told his servant, and he went up and looked. There is nothing there, he said. Seven times Elijah said, go back. The seventh time the servant reported, a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So Elijah said, Go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds, the wind rose, a heavy rain started falling, and Ahab rode off to Jezreel. The power of the Lord came on Elijah, and tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. And that is the end of our chapter, you guys. Okay, let's break it down. So boom, we get introduced to Elijah and Kings. And it's really interesting to see because Elijah was the only prophet, but it looks like it was a lot of prophesying going on in Baal. So Elijah came to set the mark straight. So boom, let's break it down. After a long time in the third year, the word of the, of the Lord came to Elijah. Go and present yourself to Ahab because Ahab and his people have been tripping. Okay. God is like, I will send rain to the land. And so Elijah went went to Ahab but instead of going to Ahab first he went to Obadiah so Obadiah was a true believer of the Lord and all that good stuff and while Jezebel was killing off the Lord's prophet Obadiah basically helped 
some of the prophets and set up two caves not set up two caves but he put them in two caves like 50 in each so he helped 100 people he gave them food he gave them water and they was being protected from Jezebel I guess Jezebel was just cutting loose okay now when Obadiah was walking he ended up seeing Elijah he like oh I know my eyes is not deceiving me is this you Elijah my lord Elijah like you got it right buddy this is me so go tell your master I'm here Obadiah like hold up wait a minute now my master has been sending people to look for you and have nobody found you yet so if I go to my master and you disappear he will kill me so I can't do that you know and Elijah's like I'm I'm gonna be right here I'm gonna see your master I'm gonna go face your master don't worry about it when he met him or whatever let's not take that Obadiah did bow down to Elijah because he knew Elijah was a real prophet he when he met him and told him all that good stuff Elijah like yeah go tell your master I'm here go let Ahab know I'm here Obadiah like you better not disappear because we've been looking for you and every time that somebody came back and couldn't find you Ahab basically made him swore like you was not available like he wasn't there Obadiah is telling Elijah haven't you heard what I did like I basically helped some of the prophets while Jezebel was killing the prophets I basically took a hundred prophets and I put them in two different cages 50 in each gave them food and water and you know I was protecting the prophets and so Elijah's like go get your master basically Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him you know Elijah here and so Ahab went to meet Elijah when he saw Elijah he said to him is that you you troubler of Israel so he called um Elijah a troubler Elijah like look I didn't bring no trouble to Israel I have made no trouble for Israel but you and your father families have you have abandoned the Lord commands and you have followed the bells now summon the people from all over Israel to meet me on Mount Carmel and bring 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table so that's 850 prophets all together that he had to gather up to bring to Elijah so Ahab sent word throughout Israel and he assembled all the prophets on Mount Carmel Elijah went before the people and said how long will you waver between two opinions if the Lord is God follow him but if Baal is God follow him it's like you guys are confused which one are you guys going to choose it kind of made sense like if you guys are prophets and y'all prophet for the Lord then how are you guys worshiping Baal mm, says a lot right Elijah said to them I am the only one of Lord's prophets left all you 850 counterfeit prophets you guys are frauds you guys are fake you guys are flugazies you guys are not the real deal I'm the only prophet left Elijah letting him know like look bro I don't know what y'all got going on but it's a whole bunch of fake stuff happening around here so he like I'm gonna set up a contest basic we're gonna get two bulls you're gonna cut up the bull we I'm gonna cut up the pool bull you're gonna set up your altar I'm gonna set up my altar and whichever whenever you call out to the God you call out to your God I'm gonna call out to my Lord and whatever fire set to the bull is the God like the real God like the real deal right so they thought like okay this is a good idea they basically start cutting up their bull and chopping it down and then they set up their little altar and do all their stuff so then they start calling on the name of Baal their god was Baal so then they start calling on the name of Baal from morning to noon 
they basically like bell answer us so they shouted but there was no response like no response at all no fire hitting no rain no nothing coming and they shouted and they shouted and it was no response and they danced around the altar and they did all their stuff and it was still nothing so elijah began to talk them like joke with them like you guys are not loud enough like shout louder <laughs> like he can't hear you he's probably busy or he's probably on vacation or he's probably sleeping you know maybe he needs to be awakened <laughs> so he basically clowning them like mm, y'all god is not available they get to dancing now they pulling out their swords they slashing their skin because they used to sacrifice in blood um and they did this all night until the next day like and nothing happened they still kept prophesizing until the time of evening of sacrifice but there was no respond no one answered no one paid attention so then elijah said to all the people man come here come to me let me show you how it's done you feel me they came he repaired he repaired the lord's altar he fixed it up because it was torn down he took 12 stones one for each of the tribes descended from jacob to whom the word of the lord had come saying your name should be israel and with the stones he built an altar in the name of the lord he dug a trench around it large enough to hold two sets of seeds he arranged the wood he cut the bull into pieces and he he laid it on the wood he filled four large jars with water and he poured it on the offering and on the wood so basically elijah set up this contest to expose their god and to show them that whoever they was worshiping was not legit so he poured the water on the altar and he did it again he did it again and he did it a third time so the water ran down all around the altar and it filled the trench and at the time of sacrifice the prophet elijah stepped forward and he prayed to the lord he said lord the god of abraham isaac and israel let it be known today that you are god in israel and that i am your servant and i have done all these things at your command answer me lord answer me so these people could know like you are lord our god and that you are turning their hearts back again because they all been turned to this fake god bell so then the fire of the lord fell and burned up the sacrifice the wood the stones the soils and also licked up the water in the trench i mean soaked up all the water fire just burnt it down and so when the people saw this they like oh the lord he is god like oh we have been doing something real wrong y'all because here's the proof right here he is god lord is god so then elijah commanded them to seize all the prophets the prophets of Baal don't let anyone get away and so they seized them and Elijah had them brought down to the Kishon Valley and they all died he slaughtered them well he didn't slaughter them but he had them killed and the bible is real gruesome like it's a whole lot of sacrifice and killing bloodshedding like it's a whole lot of interesting things go down in the bible and what i i like so much is how even though the stories are a little gruesome they're if these are real stories like it was going down in the ancient times so like them people was not playing back then and to see the story unfolding in my eyes it's like contests were done like this people were really trying to divide people like even in today's world you have all these different beliefs believe in the universe believe in the lord believe in merchandise believe in your celebrity like how long would you waver how long would you waver between all of these different gods when we really have one creator and it's so hard for people to come together and worship one creator 
greater. For some reason, we have all these different things that peel us apart and tear us apart and separate us from the one true creator that we have. We have science. People believe in science more than they believe in the creator. We have all these different religions. We have all these different names, all these different gods, all these different prophets. But our true creator is the one who created all of us, even the prophets. And it's so scary today because a lot of people shy away from church because they don't know who to trust, who to believe, who to come to, who to talk to, who to take word from. But in reality, all you have to do is open up your Bible and read the stories and allow God to speak to you through the stories. He do it to me. He speaks to me through the stories. Every time I read a story, I get an understanding and insight on how God works. God was sick and tired of the people of Baal because they act like they was prophets and they wasn't. In reality... To see him work like that is like, you know, God is almighty. He is the one that saved us. He is the one that's bring us to understanding. He is the one that bring us to love and all of that. And we even gain from God when we do right by him. He provide for us. He heal us. He take care of us in the most precious way that sometimes, you know, I can barely explain the authenticity of God is because I'm still learning God. I'm still learning and walking in a relationship with God. And I would never fully understand his grace and his mercy. But to know that I have it is like, yeah, that's dope. I don't want to be like the people of Baal fake prophesying over people. People all, all over the world now fake manifesting, acting like, you know, they're manifesting what's going on for them. People are losing their lives every day to suicide for people are rich and money and still are not happy people are in relationships and are not in love like come on people wake up you guys we need the creator to speak with us to talk to us to walk with us and move through us through all our life situations all of our lives are a story being told and unfold and I would hate to tell my story without having the creator involved without having God involved when you see me you gonna know it's God you're gonna be like oh she walk with the Lord because the Lord is upon me it's like on me shining on me I'm in this dark world but that light you see that light is God so let's get back to the story so when all the people saw this they fell prostrate and they cried the Lord he is God the Lord he is God <laughs> so then Elijah seized all the prophets and he took them to Kishon Valley and they were slaughtered there and Elijah said to Ahab go eat drink for there is a sound of a heavy rain so Ahab went off to eat drink but Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Carmel bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees go and look toward the sea he told his servant and he went up and looked so there was nothing there at first and Elijah told his servant to go look about seven times and on the seventh time the servant reported a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea so Elijah said go and tell Ahab hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you meanwhile the sky grew black with clouds the wind rose a heavy rain started falling and Ahab rode off to Jezreel the power of the Lord came on Elijah and tucking his cloak into his belt he ran ahead of Ahab and all the way to Jezreel. Elijah was the true prophet of Israel and of the Lord. And the Lord sent Elijah to Baal, to wherever this Baal was. And he said, he sent him there to clean up what they were doing over there. And when Elijah came, he had the nerve to call Elijah a troubler. But Elijah like, nah, buddy, I'm not the troubler, but you and your father, y'all over here troubling up these things because y'all done fell from God. And now y'all over here acting like prophets 
profits like stop it this ain't this ain't what's going down so he set up the contest real easy real smooth didn't cause too much trouble about it and he exposed them have you ever been exposed in a situation where there was no denying it you couldn't do anything about being exposed you had to confess or you had to face the fact that you could be lying you could be telling or acting or doing something that is not you that is not of your character that is not what God put into you I know for me being exposed to my lies being convicted of being wrong in the flesh it happens to me it, it happens to me not so much now because I try to stay away from pretending and faking and being something that I'm not and that's why I don't try to follow the trends that I see on social media I'm not jumping on every um, trend that's available for us is because I'm constantly trying to be the authenticity of what God has created me to be and he's constantly molding me and he constantly grooming me and showing me how to live life so I try not to look outside of me and do something that will expose me being fake fraudulent phony and I see a lot of that going on like in society you could look in society you could see like dang people will really spend thousands of dollars on name brands that they can't even afford to impress people who don't even like them who they like that's fake like all that is fake it's fake love it's fake people it's fake prophets fake church people fake christians fake catholics fake religions fake everything like it's a lot of fake stuff going on in the world and when god exposes you you can't hide from that it's like stepping on the steps of the lord you cannot hide from being exposed one day one way or another god will send somebody to expose you if he don't do it himself he will send somebody to expose how fraudulent how fake how bogus you are and that's just what happened that's what I took from first Kings chapter 18 I took that God was sick and tired of the fake stuff that was going on in Baal I don't even know if Baal is the city state country I don't know I haven't gotten that deep yet so don't come judge me okay but all I do know is that God sent Elijah to Baal to expose the people there, to expose the prophets there. It was 850 prophets. How is it 850 prophets and you guys are worshiping Baal? Um, excuse me. I don't know if his name is Baal or Baal or what it is, but it's B-A-A-L. And how are you guys worshiping Baal when the Lord, your God, has brought you out of Egypt like make it make sense but then again they were exposed and that's what happened so you guys that was our chapter for this week oh my goodness what an interesting chapter go ahead and check out any other episode that has played before this also check us out on social media there is a change happening okay I really feel a shift coming along God is asking me to expose more of me I am trying to be behind this mic but God is like uh uh sis I need you to be exposed and so you guys just work with me as the new year come on we will be going into something deeper and something better and something more exposure of just getting deeper into the bible and allowing the holy spirit jesus god to work with you individually like he did with me okay because what he got for you it may not be for me and what he got for me may not be for you but if we come together we worship in the lord together so you guys send this message to somebody who you feel may benefit from it it could be anybody family friend whomever go ahead and share this message to your social media also continue to check us out on social media follow us instagram blessed to be s facebook bougie bible studies 
you can simply like message comment or yeah just check us out next week don't forget to sign up for our newsletters because you do not want to miss the great things that's going to be happening over here at blessed bs again you guys i'm your cousin in christ wantra levette and you have been rocking with me on bougie bible studies talk to you guys next week bye